This podcast is brought to you by Trend. Trend is a micro-influencer marketing platform that helps connect brands with influencers. Learn more, join our network, or start an influencer campaign at trend.io. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the DTC pod. I'm your host, Jay. And today we're going to be talking about break-even, ROAS, ROAS, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm sure most people are familiar with the original concept of ROAS, which is basically ad campaign revenue divided by ad campaign cost. But the interesting thing about ROAS is that it doesn't always paint the picture fully. Uh, you know, I was doing some some research on performance marketing and, and some of that stuff this week. And I came across this concept of break-even ROAS, and I thought it was really interesting. So wanted to dive into that topic and kind of share it with you as well. And this concept really comes from the idea of what your margins are. So something that was really interesting as I was kind of reading about this topic was that, you know, 5X ROAS doesn't really tell the full story of how your business might be performing with ads. For instance, you know, if you have a margin of just 3% and you spent a dollar and you got back $5, if your margin is 3%, you really only made 15 cents off of that transaction. And so based on that kind of idea, you know, depending on what your margins are, you might need a higher return on ad spend to kind of make things work out. This is especially important for different ad sets that you're working on, and also when you're potentially running discounts as well. So this is where that concept really comes in in handy. And the way to kind of think about it is some people call it, you know, MOAS, uh, MOAS, if you want to call it that, margin on ad spend, which is basically margin return per ad dollar spent plus the subsequent transaction margin. And like I said, um, you know, looking at ROAS with the margin that you have, is a great way to, to look at ROAS, especially for a lot of products that do end up, can be really helpful for a lot of products that are maybe something that's, you know, long-term buys or even short-term buys. Um, it's just a concept that you should definitely be familiar with. Margin isn't the only factor in there. It, like I mentioned, it's going to also depend on how frequent someone's buying as well. You're going to want to look at this against lifetime value also. But to kind of calculate, you know, your break-even ROAS, the first thing you're going to need to do is calculate your gross profit margin. And so that's basically going to be the sum of your variable costs on an average order. So basically like your average cost per unit. And you're going to take that value. You're actually going to take average order value minus your variable costs. And you'll do that first. And then you'll divide it over your average order value. And if you're thinking about, um, you know, what some of those variable costs might include, you know, it might be some things like manufacturing costs, shipping costs, payment processing fees, discounts and other incentives, which, you know, you might be potentially running as well. And I think that's one that sometimes gets missed. So it's important to keep that in mind as well. And so, you know, to calculate your break even ROAS, what you're going to do is you're gonna do one divided by your gross profit margin, which is that equation we just talked about. I'll link to some resources as well in the show notes for those that are following along. If you wanna take a a deeper dive into this, there's an article that does a great job covering this as well. 
So, you know, when we're talking about break-even ROAS, I think the real importance comes into mind when you're comparing it to your actual return on ad spend. Are you interested in DTC and e-commerce content? Join Trend's exclusive community for everything DTC, the DTCers community. We're talking marketing, product, growth, and more, all about DTC. Go to trend.io slash podcast. That's T-R-E-N-D dot I-O slash podcast. And look for the Slack community link to claim your invite. We hope to see you on there. So, you know, the one that has, uh, when you're having, when you're looking at those, you know, the closest difference when the break-even ROAS number and the ROAS number are very close together that means that you might have a better chance of profitability, especially when you run ads that might have discounts as well. And so, you know, that's going to impact what your break-even ROAS looks like when you start factoring in those discounts and things like that. Discounts are really important, and break-even ROAS is not even just important for just discounts. It is also important in just regular ad spend, right? You know, as you're kind of taking your performance um, and looking at ROAS, obviously you can look at you know, your return on ad spend between different ad sets and see which one's performing better. But it's always good to kind of compare that to your break even as well to kind of see how you're stacking up there. Like I said, it is really important for discounts. And discounts can be really helpful for achieving ROAS goals. But you know, you want to be a little bit careful because high discounts could mean that you need more ROAS to be profitable. Like I mentioned, you're basically increasing your variable costs essentially. So talking about that specifically, because I know there's a lot of brands out there that will usually run discounts on a first purchase um, or maybe trying to win a customer back and those kinds of things. Um, So I wanted to provide some helpful tips too, as you're kind of thinking about running discounts on your ads, uh, some ideas that you can use potentially to make sure that you're maximizing your ROAS and you're getting as close to your break-even ROAS as possible. Uh, So one idea is a a gift card with a purchase, um, which can incentivize repeat business. Another idea is a free product or sample with a purchase, which can lead to a bigger order next time. A free product upgrade with a purchase is another great option. Um, Maybe something like product customization or monogramming, which can help really boost that brand loyalty. You know, it feels like that piece is specifically designed for you or made for you as well. Another example of something like that could be if you're running a personalization quiz or something of that nature and you have some samples of some products that might go complimentary with that product, um, that's a great option over there. Or you might just want to give away a full-size product or a smaller version of that product for free. Those are some things that you can consider as well. And what you're kind of trying to do over there is get people to come back maybe for that other product also, kind of like the free product sample as well. Um, Another option is a lightly discounted bundle of complimentary products, which can boost your average order value. Um, You know, a lot of people have spoken to the benefits of bundling as well. And that's a really good strategy in e-commerce and direct-to-consumer to to kind of get people to jump into that higher tier. Um, One example I think uh, we've probably reviewed and covered, and if we haven't, you can look it up. Uh, Hint Water does a great job of this. Nick Sharma has actually done a great breakdown of uh, some of the bundling stuff that's been done at Hint as well since he used to work over there. That's going to be it for this episode of the podcast. Hopefully you found a lot of value from this episode talking about break-even ROAS. Like I mentioned, we'll have more information in the show notes as well. 
um, resources to be able to click into and check out as well. If you enjoyed this episode of the DTC pod, please feel free to drop us a quick rating and subscribe to the podcast and we'll see you next time.